so, so you moved to to New York. Um, when did you actually decide that you wanted a career in medicine? So growing up, like I was always intrigued by the human body. Like in high school, I remember I really enjoyed biology and I knew I wanted to do something in medicine. I just wasn't sure like what direction that would take me. Um, I toyed with the idea of either being a doctor or a dentist and I wasn't really sure, but I knew like I just wanted to do something to do with the body. And so medicine just felt like a natural shift and a natural, you know, fit for me. Okay. And were you were you influenced or were you mentored into it or did you just say okay it's a natural thing because you know medicine is expensive for one it is um, it is <laughs> <laughs> secondly you have to have the grades right so yeah that's true process getting into med school so I didn't get into med school so it's different so I I went into PA school so I was influenced I would say um by my dad so education from like a young age was always you know enforced and we always knew like you know you had to go to school you had to get your education but like toying with the idea of medicine um when I got into college I remember like um finding out how many years it took to become a doctor and back then it seemed like an eternity to me. So I was like, hmm. Um, then I met this young lady while I was an undergrad at St. John's University. And um, she told me all about the PA profession, which basically is physician associate or physician assistant. And it was like a perfect fit because it you know, allowed me to pursue my career in medicine. But at the same time, I was able to move, you know, at ease through the specialties and not having to spend what seemed like an eternity um, in school. So um, I definitely had a mentor in college. Um, and, you know, being a PA was like the perfect fit because I felt like I had the best of both worlds. I could do medicine and, you know, not have to go to school for, you know, over 10 years. Okay, so tell us, uh, give us a little a little background on the mm-hmm. assistant because somebody, another young person might be out there with mm-hmm. similar, you know, similar concerns as you or similar um, views like you, and they really like they want to consider, you know, mm-hmm. medicine. Probably want to become a doctor, but they, they probably because to be quite honest with you, I'd never heard mm-hmm. of physician assistant. I just think everybody's yeah. doctor. There's a nurse. There's a ward aide. <laughs> And that's about it, you know? Yeah. In different things in terms of if you're a doctor or whatever. Right. Um, but that's as much as I am interested in knowing <laughs> because mm-hmm. that's as much as I've actually opened up myself to. Right. Um, my mom was a nurse and I was never interested mm-hmm. in, in anything to do with <laughs> With medicine. Yeah, yeah so basically... Yeah, so basically a PA, um, physician associate or physician assistant, um, they study the same way as doctors do, but the uh, years of education is much less. So it's sort of like an expedited program, expedited med school. So, um, and the difference, another difference is that um, when we train as uh, PAs, we can go into any field. So when I did my training, I did OBGYN, I did surgery, I did internal medicine, I did family practice. So I got to do everything. So if, you know, next year I decided, you know what, I don't want to do internal medicine anymore. I want to do uh, OBGYN. I have the ease of going to um, to that specialty without having to train, let's say, another five years in residency as doctors would normally do. Hmm. So would you say that is like an easier option or it's, or it's a little bit more difficult? Um, so 
I would say it's difficult in the sense that it's pretty much like med school squished into like half the year. But at the same time, if you're focused and you, you know, you know what you want, I think it's, it's a great alternative. Um, and it sort of like bridges the gap between nurses and doctors. So we can pretty much do the same things the doctors do. We see patients, we prescribe prescriptions, we diagnose, we treat, um, but we have to work alongside the doctors. So we're a little bit, um, we're sort of like mid-level practitioners. So we're above the nurses, but we're um, slightly beneath the doctors, but we work together and, you know, our goal is, you know, basically the patients and taking care of patients. Mm, thank you yeah. very much for clarifying that. Um, I want to, before we get too much into into, um, into your your work and your life and stuff in, in New York, I, yeah. I know we can, I'm going back and forth, but I really wanted to find <laughs> out about yeah. how you transition because I, I've, I have a lot of friends mm-hmm. left off, including me. We mm-hmm. left off and moved to North America. Some went to the States, some went to, to Canada, wherever you moved to England, whatever. Yeah. Um, I found that a lot of like my cousins and friends and even myself included mm-hmm. went to the States. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of pressure on you to sort of, um, sort of, the, because you be told that, oh, your education is lower than what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You got to be pulled back. We, 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 got to go back in that grade because like you rightly mentioned you left high school at 16 yeah. it, I, I had the exact same thing happen to me right. and of course going in and for everything that I've had to do I've always had to do an extra course to kind mm-hmm. of sort of prove that I'm capable of handling the work well, how was the transition like for you leaving Dominica moving to New York and even getting into university and or college and university and even becoming a PA Right. So, yeah, I had the same issue um, leaving high school. One, because, you know, we graduate so young. Everyone is like, oh, my God, you're 16. Whereas home, that's like the normal thing. Everyone graduates at 16. So I started like pretty much from the bottom. I went to a community college. I went to Bar of Manhattan Community College. I got my associate's degree in um, sciences and liberal arts. And then I transferred to St. John's University, where I got my bachelor's degree in um, science and physician assistant studies. And then I did my graduate program at Pace University in physician assistant studies. So it was definitely a process. And I think part of it was, you know, coming from the Caribbean and having to prove that you are capable. Um, but I think I was able to transition, um, you know, without a problem, but I definitely had to start from the bottom and work my way up. Do you have any advice for, for persons who might be in the same situation as you were once? Um, I would definitely tell them, well, now the internet is a lot better than what it used to be. Definitely look into schools, look into the career that you're interested in and just look at the schools that provide those uh, careers and those curriculum and visit them. You know, they have it where you can, you know, just go to the colleges and ask questions and pick their brains, ask questions, do your research and um, visit them. Yeah, that would be my advice to them. Great, great. Okay, so we're getting getting into the swing of things. Um, I want to know, when you were in university, Mm-hmm. What were your fondest moments? Mm. 
Um, my fondest memories was just being shocked at how different everyone was. You know, coming from Dominique, everyone kind of looked the same. And going into college, I mean, it's not, it's not like it's anything bad, but everyone kind of looks like you. So you're used to that. But moving to New York, everyone looked so different. And they were from all walks of life, like old, like 60s, 70s, all in the same class from different backgrounds. And just creating those friendships and getting feedback from them was like one of the most memorable moments I, you know, I could never forget because I definitely, I don't think I would have had that experience staying in Dominica. Um, and New York um, is known for its melting pot. So just meeting everyone was, you know, amazing. Did you ever feel like, like giving up or even like, an, like being over overwhelmed with work? Were you ever, there was there ever a moment where you couldn't feel like, oh, I can't do this anymore? It was definitely a culture shock because coming from Dominica, I felt like I knew everyone on the entire island to, <laughs> to move into New York and like barely even knowing my neighbors. It was very different. People are not as friendly um, as they were back home. And you sort of had to have that tough persona to make it. Um, I was very shy, but still friendly. But uh, moving to New York, I had to like have a voice for myself and, you know, put on this like tough girl skin and, um, you know, in order to make it. So it was definitely a culture shock. Also the weather, I'll never get used to it. Those winter months definitely made it rough. I'm a summer girl. I was born in August. So I loved summer all year (laughs) round and New York weather. Other than the fashion, I don't really like it. So that was, you know, that took a bit getting used to. Okay. I wanted to get into, to talk about your modeling a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But before I do, is there anybody you look up to or you've looked at this? Was there anybody in your past that you absolutely looked up to? Um, mm. Like any heroes, any, anybody that you absolutely, you know, adored? Okay. So definitely my parents. I know it sounds really cliche, but like my parents are definitely my heroes. Like my mom was like so strong and so loving. I looked up to her. I'm like, you're not human. How are you like so perfect? And my dad, for him just being such a a force in our family and always sacrificing and putting his family first, they definitely are my heroes. And um, Naomi Campbell, like she is like (laughs) the fashion icon, like the Naomi Campbell walk. Everyone knows, like she is one of those, you know, people that I definitely look up to. So I would say these three people are my heroes, my parents and Naomi Campbell. Well, I don't think it's cliche saying that because <laughs> I, I say this exact same thing, and yeah. um, and after them, I don't think there's anybody else. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I mean, there are people that I I love what they do, but yeah. I don't think I don't think I can put them in on the same pedestal, you know. So yeah, but it's good to know that you love that Naomi, and she she's feisty too, eh? She is feisty, yes, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, you, you spoke about modeling, and and you you are also a model. What, what, what made you get into modeling? So I always loved the camera and fashion, and that comes from my mom. Like, I clearly remember as a child, like, every single birthday, she would 
dress me up and take me to either Deepak's uh, photo lab or Clark. And we would go and we would have our photo shoot. Like she didn't care what happened. I remember one birthday, um, I was sick and I was like, oh mom, you know, I don't feel well. She's like, well, we have our photo shoot. Like, what do you mean you don't feel well? We're gonna do the photo shoot. You can come back home and sleep. And like, I look back at those pictures and I was smiling and posing. No one would ever know that I was sick. But I like clearly remember like that was our thing. Like. Every birthday we'd have our photo shoot. So I think it stemmed from that. And then moving to New York, which is like the fashion, you know, capital of the world, um, it was just perfect. I had gotten um, recruited on my way to college, actually, by one of the scouts. I went to a casting, got selected for like Wilhelmina Modeling um, Company, which is like one of the one of the big uh, modeling companies in New York. Um, but then I had to make the decision because I had just started college and I wanted to, you know, focus my time on my studies and do well. Coming from Dominica, you know, it's hard enough. So you definitely want to get all A's and prove yourself. So I felt I couldn't juggle both. So I had to put modeling, you know, on hold for a while. But it was definitely always at the back of my mind. So I knew as soon as I was done with school, like I was ready now. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, so, so you decided after school, I'm going mm-hmm. to. What sort of modeling do you identify with? Okay, so I definitely identify with fashion. So I do print, which means I represent brands. I do a lot of photo shoots, um, uh, do a lot of work with magazines, and I also do runway. So I do runway shows, and yeah, so print and um, print and fashion, print and runway would be what I identify with. Is it ever easy or difficult getting gigs? Tell us a little bit about gigs you've done and what happened. Mm. I want I want the tea. <laughs> I hear, you know, I hear so much drama happening. <laughs> I know a lot, a lot happens. So there are a lot of gigs out there, especially in New York. Um, But um, I definitely am very picky with the gigs that I do. I don't just do gigs just to do them. It has to definitely be um, supportive of my brand and my image. And um, if, you know, I feel like it's the right fit, then I select it. But New York definitely has um, a lot of gigs. And a lot of it, too, is who you know, believe it or not. Um, when you work with a lot of, you know, designers and makeup artists and stylists and photographers um, and you build that rapport with them, you know, they recommend you to their designer friends. And it's like, you know, they're like, oh, you know, I worked with Juanita. She's great. I would recommend her. So a lot of it is word of mouth. Um, and uh, who you know, like it's a big fashion world in New York, but at the same time, it's small because a lot of designers know other designers. So they talk about, you know, who they work with and what their experience is and they recommend you. So I've definitely gotten a lot of gigs and um, I've done a lot of shows. Backstage is always chaotic. Um, You know, when you see the show and everything runs smoothly, I'm telling you, backstage is always chaos. You literally have like two seconds to change. So you like fling clothes, fling underwear, (laughs) change and you're on the stage and no one knows, but that's the beauty of it. You you know, transition. I feel like I'm a different person when I'm on the runway. I get to like be a different character with the clothes that I, you know, wear and just, you know, do my thing on the, on the runway. (laughs) That is awesome. That is okay. I, I, I know you said it's chaotic. I want to hear about drama. drama. drama? (laughs) So I'll be honest with you. There's a lot 
there's still a lot of racism um, in uh, in the modeling world. Uh, when you get selected for shows, they only choose like a handful of dark skin models and they always have like a sort of quota that they that they want. So let's say they want like four dark skin or dark skin models for their show. After that, that's it. So, you know, Naomi Campbell has broken a lot of barriers for people of color, but we still have a long way to go. And you'll be surprised even, you know, certain designers from, you know, that are same complexion as you and same skin color as you will be the ones that are like, no, you know, I want that one over that one, even if you meet the criteria. So they'll be like, okay, you need to be at least five, nine, but the light skin model is a bit shorter, they'll, they might select that light skin model. So there's still, unfortunately, a lot of colorism and a lot of racism still with, with modeling, but we've definitely, you know, gotten a long way, have come a long way, but still have, you know, a long way to go. How about a girl with her natural hair? Like, That's, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I absolutely love your hair. Thank you, thank you, you so know, much. So <laughs> I mean, even your pictures and stuff with your hair, it's so nice and, and it looks so healthy and and, <laughs> and tall. And you know, thanks, thank you so <laughs> much. Talk about you know, working in, mm-hmm. a, in that industry with natural hair. <laughs> Yeah, so that's another thing, too, with hair. So a lot of shows, um, especially for New York Fashion Week, um, I'm sure a lot of you guys know, like, New York Fashion Week is, like, a big, big deal. Um, So um, whenever I'm selected for shows in uh, New York Fashion Week, usually my hair has to be slicked down in a ponytail um, because they don't want the hair to be a distraction, especially natural hair, because when my fro is out, like, you look at my hair. So a lot of the times they don't want, you know, the hair to be the center of attention. They want it to be the garment that you're wearing. So a lot of times I have to keep my hair, you know, in a ponytail or a bun slick back. Um, so I have that, but I, I have done a lot of shows with my natural hair being out. Um, but the first few shows that I did, they specifically recommended that my hair be slick back. Um, a few have asked for my hair to be straightened when they do. I, I, you know, kindly, you know, say that I don't want, I don't straighten my hair. And that's something that I, don't do so if they you know they require that I kindly decline um and offer that you know can I just stick it back yeah but I'm not shaving my hair you know that's who I am my hair is a part of me so I don't mind you know putting in a different hairstyle to like slick it down but I'm not going to straighten my hair you know to conform to you know your beauty standards so yeah girl's tough too <laughs> definitely ain't taking no shite from nobody nope <laughs> i want to get into your love life mm. you, married you want the juice i want to take a sip before i get into it <laughs> I want you taking a sip, guys. I just want to thank all those of you who have joined so far, who are viewing. Thank you so very much. Uh, don't forget, if you miss the start, you can get the rest of the show um, in its entirety on my website. That's uh, jljoseph.com forward slash P-L-O-G. That's plug. I want to say a uh, special thanks to the folks who've come on. I want to shout out. Elon is on. She says late, but still here. Um, I also want to say um, hi to Ayola. Ayola has been trying to get to watch the show for months. Um, but because uh, the data service um, back home is really, really 
bad in the sense of it's not easy to stay on for long times uh, because your 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 credit gets drained um so so she <laughs> she's been struggling to log in and she's here today so she says she's tuned in for two seconds <laughs> maria um she also says um Juanita, your skin is glowing oh thank also, you <laughs> also um kahina green is on uh so she's saying hi um, Hermine is on. Keep up the good work, Jail. You are awesome. Oh, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mari Therese Green is on. Nita, you're doing good so far. Hey, cuz. <laughs> Linda Joseph is on. Known Juanita from Mr. Tit Days. Always gorgeous. So oh, you have. Thanks. <laughs> coming on and thank you so very much guys i i like the fact that th- this group of people today they know when to send their messages they just be like send me the message. no now is a good time to send the messages yes. um, thank you so very much guys uh, for tuning in um if you also don't forget you can also listen to the show in 24 hours so if you want to um, download the um link you can do so in 24 hours and of course, all of that is on my site right and all the information is up for you um i want to big up um Juanita one time you know because she has a puppy is that your puppy yes freckles <laughs> yep, there's freckles in the background right. <laughs> like if freckles is no nigga freckles is getting cooked <laughs> That's my baby. How dare you talk about her like that? <laughs> she's not a rat, okay? No, she's not. I'm just joking. <laughs> Freckles, Freckles is lovely. It's a cute little puppy, but let me tell you, um, if she doesn't know me, come on, they might take a puppy. <laughs> you are so wrong for that. <laughs> So Freckles is here with us. Did you did you dress her up today? I didn't. She's actually downstairs barking at someone. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. leave her. Yeah. We but she might make an appearance see. later on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she might. Okay. Now before before um we made my little announcement there, um Juanita was gonna give us all the tea on love and <laughs> living living lovely. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the love life. Okay, so I'm married. Um, I've been married. Actually, we celebrate our six-year anniversary on the 21st of, of this month. So we've been together for seven and a half years and uh, celebrating our six-year marriage. Yeah, so my husband is Mackenzie Lewis. Um, he's Haitian, so ça passe. <laughs> How did you guys meet? So uh, we actually met in college. We both uh, did retail. We worked at Banana Republic, and uh, we met there. Then we lost touch for actually like a few years and then reconnected. And um, after we reconnected, six months later, he proposed, and the rest is history. Everyone thought we were crazy, by the way, for like, you know, he proposing and then six months after the proposal we actually got married um yeah and it's been six years well you're like you're not wasting any time on that he was like uh-uh i lost her so like we know our exactly exactly yeah 